Hi, I'm Sifu Henry Araneda. I'm the founder of the Ultimate Martial Arts Academy. And with over 20 years of teaching experience, I've become obsessed with helping people improve their Wing Chun knowledge and skill by teaching them how to approach their training efficiently and effectively. I've created the Wing Chun by Design podcast to give you step-by-step strategies to take your Wing Chun to the next level. So guys, let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Wing Chun by Design podcast. I'm really happy to get started with this episode. I'm answering a few different questions that I got between our last episode and today. And uh, let's jump straight into it. So number one, why the name Wing Chun by Design for my podcast? And that's pretty simple. I live my life by design. So everything that I do has a purpose and I always have a goal in mind when I'm doing something. So I use that same approach when I'm teaching Wing Chun. Anytime I have a new person, a new student or a new parent coming with their child to our academy, I always think of the best way that I can help them and serve them with and through martial arts. So I don't believe in a cookie cutter version or just using the same recipe for everyone. So that's why I believe that everything, even though the guidelines can be the same, it has to be by design. How can I uh, help this person or how can I take this to the next level? And everything has to be done um, with a purpose and just basically following the step-by-step process to to achieve that goal. So that's why I thought it would be an appropriate name for my podcast. Okay, if you watched our or heard our previous episode, I mentioned that for this one, I'd like to talk about the topic of weightlifting. Is it good or bad for your Wing Chun? Now, my opinion is that it's very good for your Wing Chun and if you're a serious martial arts practitioner, you definitely want to incorporate this to your training program. Now, let's just use, you know, basically common sense and every um, scientific approach that we've seen for the last few uh, decades when it comes to sports methodology and training. Just have a look at any video from, say, 20 years ago or 30 years ago from the Olympic Games and you watch the recent ones, you'll see how much weightlifting and resistance training has helped every athlete achieve greater results. From swimming to um, sprinters to tennis players, you name it. Every serious uh, athlete out there has incorporated resistance training and weightlifting. Now, should you train like a bodybuilder to be good at at Wing Chun? Then the answer is no, because obviously that's a different approach to weightlifting. It's all, all about the aesthetics. So what we want to do is we want to train in a functional approach, a functional way. So that way you can maintain your flexibility. So flexibility is a key factor. I've seen many times students of mine that without, you know, my 
my help or my advice with their weightlifting training. They've just started going to the gym, started bulking up, and then immediately I saw them get stiff and slow. Okay, so obviously that's not the right type of training program I recommend. You want to always work on your flexibility before and after your weightlifting training session. You want to definitely work on speed, okay, because as you all know, Wing Chun is all about speed, but at the same time, you want to pack a lot of power. Now, we all know that Wing Chun does not rely on strength to overcome the obstacle or to deal with the opponent, but can you use power? Definitely, absolutely. If you're coming at me, you're bringing your incoming force, and let's say I need to punch you back or kick you back or intercept, should I use strength when doing that technique? Of course, I have to. If I've got it, why not use it? Do I need to rely on strength to, you know, uh, defend myself? Then the answer is no. Okay, you want to use proper form, proper technique. But if you can add power, then you just become that much better. You just take your Wing Chun to the next level. So definitely weightlifting is a good thing. Don't train like a bodybuilder. You want to try and find the right program that will help you with uh, your goals Okay, and it helps you also with uh, bone density, so it makes you that much stronger from within, and it helps you with your longevity. Um, hey, if you have, let's say, if you want me to share with you the type of training that I do, because I do my weightlifting program Monday through Friday, uh, I'm happy to share it. So if you have um, any questions, just write them down below or let me know and um, I'll put out some information out there or maybe I can even shoot some videos uh, to help you guys out. Okay, next question. Should we wear protective equipment when training Wing Chun? The answer is absolutely. I've had, you know, those every now and then those YouTube haters as hey bro why are you wearing pads you know you have to toughen up and this and it's absolutely ridiculous to say things like that because anyone who's serious about training martial arts is all about how well can I train how can I maximize the 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 time that I have to train because nowadays everyone lives very busy lives so if you're dedicating say an hour Twice a week, you want to get the most out of that time spent learning martial arts. And also, you don't want to get hurt. No one can afford to get hurt, all right, willingly. Accidents every now and then will happen. But, you know, the majority of the people that train martial arts, not, not only at my school, but pretty much worldwide, are just your average person, your student, your, your mom, your dad, your worker, Right, so they're not professional fighters, and even professional fighters wear protective equipment because they're smart. If you get hurt before the fight, you don't make any money. The average person, if you go to training, you spar, you break your foot, you won't go to work for three months, you lose money. So you have to wear protective equipment. Also, it makes training that much more enjoyable because if you're really trying to perfect any given technique, you don't want to have in the back of your mind that that sense of am I going to hurt my training partner if I go a little bit harder or should I intercept just that little bit softer because I don't want to hurt you don't want that rattling in your brain you want to be at ease where you're training uh, to the best of your ability and so is your training partner and you're both going at it of course in a safe 
fun, friendly way, but engaging, you know, going with intention and having the protective equipment that will keep you safe. Because if you're working on kicks, you want to wear your shin pads, a good pair of shin pads that protects your foot. If you're wearing, you know, gloves against any given technique. At my school, we have our students wear two types of gloves. We have them use initially MMA gloves. They're really good, light and uh, flexible. So you can work on your slapping hand techniques, your pulling, finger jabs, whatever, grabbing, punching, knife hands. It's it's awesome. However, when you go to that next level, you may want to get yourself a pair of boxing gloves. We have our students wear boxing gloves. Some of you will see and and get the wrong impression when you see a Wing Chun practitioner with boxing gloves. But trust me, when you're working on something specific and you have your training partner smashing an elbow against your thumb, then trust me, you will want to have some form of padding like boxing gloves to protect you. So that way you don't get injured and your partner can work on the techniques and vice versa, you can do it on them. So absolutely. And also, for example, we also have our students wear uh, head guards with a face shield when sparring because most of our punches go straight, square in the middle in the face. So yeah, you want to wear pads. Okay, sparring. Should it be hard or light? In my opinion, light. Now, why? As I just mentioned, most people who train martial arts are your average people, okay? You have a goal in mind. Your goal pretty much almost every single time is basically you want to learn self-defense, you want to build your confidence, you want to get fit and strong, and you want to make new friends when you go to a martial arts school. So when sparring, number one, you want to lose the fear of getting hurt, the fear of getting hit, the fear of fighting itself, because it can be stressful for most people. So if you know the person in front of you will take care of you when sparring and you will take care of them, then anxiety starts to decrease. You will have a better time and by feeling better, your creativity will start to arise. You will start to think clearer. You won't hyperventilate. You'll see opportunities in front of you that maybe when you were stressed out and huffing and puffing, you wouldn't see them. They weren't there for you. So they will start to reveal itself. And then you start to work on different combinations and techniques. And if you get hit when doing it, no big deal. You just learn from it. You say, okay, next time I'll try it this way. Next time I'll try this other combination And in a martial arts academy, you will encounter people with different strengths and weaknesses. Big guys, short guys, tall guys, strong guys, you know, weaker guys, you know, male, female. So when you're sparring, you need to be able to adapt and adjust your technique to whoever it is that you're sparring with. And the best way to do that is with light sparring, because with light sparring, you can still work on speed. You can still go as fast as you want. You can still hit wherever your you know combination requires you to strike and no one gets hurt. At the end of the day, you learn from that experience. So did the other person and off you go. And then you're happy to do it again and again. And plus every you know professional martial arts uh, person that I've worked with, professional martial artists that I've trained with um, here and overseas and you know high level guys, everyone trains with protective equipment. And when it's time for sparring, 
majority of the times it's light because no point in getting hurt before, you know, uh, a main fight. Okay, guys. So for the next episode, I'm thinking of tackling uh, one question that I received recently, and it's what are the Wing Chun principles? So lately I've been talking quite a bit on that topic, but I haven't mentioned you know, which are these principles. So I'll be talking about it in our next episode. And also, I want to discuss keeping things simple, keeping it real. Because unfortunately, nowadays, there are a lot of Wing Chun teachers out there who are not keeping it real. And they talk, how can I put this politely, talk too much about esoteric uh, maybe uh, traditions or theories and you know when you're talking Wing Chun you can say anything you want but when you need to apply Wing Chun then that's when you will see in no time what works what doesn't and the best way is to keep it real especially if you're a Wing Chun Sifu out there and you're teaching students we have a duty of care of teaching something that will just give our students the ability to protect themselves, okay? And that, to me, is super important. And that's it pretty much for today, guys. If you haven't already, please check my online university. It's umauniversity.com.au. There you will find that I have my introductory Applied Wing Chun course, And it's got lots of different videos that you can check out. It's on the left right there and it's free. So you can learn from the videos that I've posted there. I've got the form. And if you want to take your Wing Chun to the next level with me, you want to train on a monthly basis, we've got the Applied Wing Chun Online Academy as well. You can have a seven-day free trial. You can check it out at umauniversity.com.au. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you very much for watching and or listening. If you enjoyed today's episode and you're on YouTube, please leave a comment below, give us a thumbs up, share it with a friend. If you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. That would be much appreciated. And guys, that's it for today. I look forward to seeing you on our next one. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.